What's up, buddy? How's it going, man? Man, shit, this is a long time in the making, huh? It is. It is. We got... Like 12 years. Yeah, man. Shit. Well, we've been talking about getting you on here for the last year and a half, too, and keep uh, procrastinating. I'm damn glad to have you. Y'all are in for for a treat here. We got uh, Bob Ross on the show today uh, with a freaking pristine background. Maple trees in the back, outside. Man, you got to love Northern Virginia, right? It's it's almost the end of October and it's seventy degrees outside. And I think it was thirty three this morning. Yeah, this is my favorite favorite time of year for sure. Dude, it's it's the best, man. You know, it's like you can put a sweatshirt on if you want to, but you don't need one. Nah, dude, I'm glad to have you, man. Um, yeah, again, I like to. I'd like to get some thoughts. I think uh, we tend to push the envelope here a lot of times. I mean, you've heard you've heard a lot of the episodes, and uh, we're we're closely inching towards a uh, hundred episodes. I think this is eighty nine. Nice. So I, I think actually, you know, maybe for the uh, centennial, we'll have to get you on here too. I'm, I'm in. For yeah. sure. but dude, all right. What's that? I said as long as you don't beat me up too bad. Nah, man. So that's that's the thing, right? That's the beauty about this is. There's no, there's no prep. There's no, hey, here, here's what we're going to talk about. It's kind of like whatever, whatever pops up, that's what we talk about, right? And I think that's, that's really why Nate and I started this whole thing, right? I mean, again, just two, two dudes, no, no better than anybody else, but I think we got a little, we got a little insight on life, right? I mean, Nate's got four kids, I got four kids, and guess what? You got four fucking kids too, man, so... Maybe there's maybe there's something there. Maybe that's going to be a requirement. You have to have X number of kids uh, in order to be on here. But no, dude. So I, look, we talk about a lot of stuff all the time. I mean, all the time, daily, text messaging, whatever it is. And I think uh, we're both in agreement that the world is a fucked up place right now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and and but I think as as fucked up as it is, the good thing is that there are people like you. Right. There are people that that actually know how to think for themselves and take, you know, the so-called facts, kind of read between the lines and find the real facts and then make a a decision based on that. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that can't do that. And and I almost I don't I don't blame them necessarily, because I think a lot of what they do is based out of fear. Right. I mean, it's funny you say that. To be honest, I, I would, and I appreciate the, the compliment, I would I would credit my perspective, my, you know, my, my viewpoints to one of the root causes of the societal situation we're in right now and how I grew up where, you know, I come from a strong family, mom and dad in the house. Um, I was taught how to shake a hand and how to throw a punch. And like you said, you can't be mad at a lot of these people because there's definitely fear involved, but there's a lot of, uh, just purposelessness. They don't, they don't know what they don't know and they get fed stuff all the time. And if you don't have somebody teaching you. Um, it's tough. I mean, the world's a tough place for you and me. Right. I can't imagine what it would be like if I didn't have father mentors you know other 
men and women in my life that, you know, put, put me on the right path. Right. But it, so here's the thing though, right? It's like, you know, so you're, I, I say you're fortunate, right? To have that. I mean, that's, it's definitely fortunate. Some would say entitled, right? Some would say privileged. Um, you know, all these, these different, all these different terms that exist all of a sudden, just in the last, you know, three years, right? That all these terms for the right thing, right? So it's like if you're almost penalized, you're penalized if you have a mother and a father that love you, that stick together, that teach you right from wrong, that teach you morals and ethics, teach you faith in God, country, whatever it is, you're, you're penalized and you're demonized because of that. And, and what I, what I find is I almost, I almost correlate it to, you know, think back to when you were growing up, the freaks, right? It was like, if I can't be the best looking guy or the most fit guy or the best football player or basketball player or the most attractive female, then I'm going to go to the total extreme opposite and I'm just going to be a freak and I'm going to, you know, trench coat mafia style. You know, I hate my, I hate my parents. I hate my mom. I hate my dad. I hate everybody and kind of become like a recluse. And, and now that, that, that kind of, uh, that sickness, right? That mental illness, that was so frowned upon throughout history is now celebrated, right? And yeah, it's, uh, they, they, they've, they've made a, a place where there's an excuse for it now where there wasn't, and they make it uh, the, they, uh, the, they glorify victimhood, right? What? So, yeah, you're a, a fat piece of shit that lives in your parents' basement. That's not your fault. So, you know, the government will help you. It's, you know, women are terrible. What, you know, whatever the, the cause, cause of the day is. All right, dude. So, so on that note, what was that term that, uh, you were telling me or no, no, um, Andy was telling me there's some, there's some term out there now and I can't remember what the hell it was called, but it, 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 it is that it, it, there's a, there's a term that people actually men got, I got to look it up because there's a whole like online presence of it now where they, because they can't guys, because they can't get a girl like any girl, they demonize girls and they like, you know, talk shit about them. They hate them all. And you're ugly, you're fat, you're this. And they just totally mortify girls because it's like, it's like that old thing. Like, well, I can't have you. No one can. And it's, it's sad though. Right. Because think, think of the upbringing you had. Right. And, and what you're doing for your, your wife and your children and your family. You know, I guess the, the question is, what do you, they're in Yes. Dude, yes. And I, I thought he was fucking around. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? And then sure as shit, I like Googled it as we were talking. I was like, whoa. I was like, dude, it's a, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a constriction from, uh, involuntary celibate, right? Yeah, dude. Look, it's like, well, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have sex with anybody. Yeah. Because you can't, dude. Like, Come on, man. And, but it's crazy because that's the, that's the world we live in, right? It's a, it's a world of extremes at all times. So, so, you know, I guess the question I have for you, man, is like, how do you, as somebody who has, has had that, continues to live that, how do you suggest that people that don't have that kind of get that in their life or, or break the cycle? Right. Like, like I look at, I mean, look, take, take me for this. My parents got divorced when I was, I mean, fuck, my mother got an annulment. So technically in the Catholic church's eyes, I don't even exist. Right. I'm not even, you're not even talking to me right now. I'm not real. Right. But it's, but it's one of those things where 
you know, I think I, I bucked the, the system because I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, I may not know how to be, but I know how not to be, right? So here I am, you know, 18 years of marriage, four kids, and, you know, we have our struggles. We have our, our issues, but fuck, man, I love my wife more than anything in the world, and that will never change. But that comes from a, a wholehearted commitment. Like, I am determined to succeed, right? Like, I will win. The day I die... I'll still be married to my wife, right? So it's, I guess the question to you is like, how do you, how do you get those people to, to actually talk to you, right? Like, like to get them to understand like, hey, stop being so fucking defensive, listen to what I'm saying, and then try to, try to be better instead of just saying, I give up all, all hope of humanity and fuck it. I'm just going to try to tear everybody down. Yeah, I think from the at least the male perspective, which uh, my pronouns are he, him. Yes, um, good. I should have asked that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you'll, you'll pay for it later. <laughs> um, I, I think it all starts with the decision, right? Like, uh, and it's not a um, – I, I, I really struggle with the, the whole, like, motivation influence kind of crowd, right? Where it's like, get motivated, you know, kill the day, crush it, whatever. I think that's bullshit. Um, cause the reality is I'm not motivated a lot of times to do 50, 60, 70% of the shit that I have to do. Right. But I make a decision and I'm determined to do it because I made that decision. And if I, you know, give my word to someone else or myself, I want to, I want to do everything I can do to, to make that happen. And I think ultimately, again, uh, I hate to always kind of harken back to like my childhood and growing up, but I think, you know, I, I struggled with stuff when I was a kid. I mean, I, I wasn't the biggest or fastest or strongest or anything like that. Um, but when I set my mind on something and had a goal and decided to commit to it, I did it, right? And I think today the allow like societal excuses made for whatever um, allow for men, boys and men to not have to commit to anything, not, not have to do anything. I mean, everything's instantaneous. Everything is right there all day, every day. And there, I mean, characters built in struggle, you know, and, and you gotta choose, choose your struggle, right? Cause you can either choose to struggle and be a, you know, lonely basement dweller in your mom's house or, you can decide to do something about that, right? The sad thing is I don't think there's anything you can push upon somebody else, really. Right. I think that that has to come from yourself. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, you hit, you hit on the struggle, right? I mean, let's be honest. The struggle is real. It is. But but I think that that is a phrase that is often mis, it's misused, right? I think people... people act like they are struggling because of somebody else or something else. They let their circumstances dictate kind of where they are or what they're doing. And the truth is, I mean, look, there are, 
no doubt there are some fucking things that happen to people that were completely out of their control. Like, no doubt. We've all gone through it. But I think the the people who, who kind of accelerate and the people who decelerate, the, the biggest difference is how do you react to this, right? So, I mean, like, like, like you said, dude, motivation. If you're looking for something or someone to motivate you, it, it's not going to happen, dude. You, you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. Or it, it will happen, but it'll be a finite period of time, mm-hmm. right? You'll be motivated to get the girl. Right. But if you're not, you're not determined to keep the girl, well, yep. she's going to be gone. Yep. Right? Dude, that's it. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's – and, and, you know, 18 years of marriage, that's fantastic. Actually, uh, my, wife, my wife and I just hit 10 years of marriage this month. Crazy. Um, my son was born on our anniversary, on our two-year anniversary – so he turned eight, um, and you're absolutely right. I mean, it's not a rainbows and butterflies situation all the time, and it's hard, but you have to make a decision. And, you know, when I said those vows in front of the priest and all my friends and family, I meant it, and I will hopefully die before my wife. I'm pretty sure I will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll be married for the rest of my life and because I'm committed and, and we love it. And like you said, I mean, I love my wife more than anything in the world and there's nothing I wouldn't do for her. Um, which goes back to, you know, the struggles, right? Like there's a lot of responsibility and problems and trouble and stress involved with making those decisions, but you got to choose your, your struggle, right? Yeah. Like, I, I I know I'm a better man than I would be if I was, you know, single and no kids and, you know, sitting on way more money and whatever. But you have to make that decision yourself. Well, but, you know, and I think the thing, too, I mean, just talk about the struggle is like, you know, you, you do have two choices, right? I mean, really, it's two choices. There's no third or fourth choice. It's two choices. And, and choice one is... Do the hard things, right, and and struggle through the hard things and all those decisions. And then once you once you accomplish one thing, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm the greatest man alive. And then, bam, there's three more things. And you're like, fuck, all right, do I turn around and go back because it was easier? But the thing is, it may seem easier, but your struggle is going to be spending the rest of your life thinking and struggling through the whole concept of, damn, I, I wish I did this. I wish I said I do. I wish I had a kid, right? It's like, I would much rather deal with the struggles and the, the, the kind of the devils that we deal with now than the devil of regret, right? Where you're like, I mean, dude, imagine like, you know, 44 and 40 sitting there like, shit, man, like, I'm still I'm single. Yet. I'm <laughs> oh, shit, you're, you're a baby. But like, but, but imagine, imagine being 38 years old and you know, you're like, yeah, I'm think. I think I'm ready to settle down. Yeah, I think I'm ready to find a lady. It's like, okay, dude, good good luck, man. Like, especially today. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, because you all know what a lady's really packing. You yeah, know, it's mortifying. I mean, and I joke with my wife. I, I, you know, I say, if it, you know, if anything ever happened, right, and I had to like some for some reason go into the dating pool again. I, I one, I would, I don't think I would ever do it, regardless. But I. It's so 
foreign to me. It just like when when single guys I talk to or whatever, they're like, you know, scrolling through their dating apps and stuff. That it just it it really does blow my mind because it, it I I don't even have the I I consider myself a pretty pretty smart guy and and like. I don't have the intellectual capacity to even like comprehend how difficult that must be for them because the reality is right in those situations, the women are in such a disparate position than men because their value is natural. It's inherent. Right. And men have to earn their value. Yeah. Right? Agreed. And you can't, you can't prove your value on a dating app. Right. So it, it's, I mean, talk about, you know, the downfall of, of society. I mean, that right there is, is, uh, the, 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 the pavement drying on the, on the highway to hell. Cause it is, I don't, I don't know if you can pull, you know, pull off the gas from something like that. I, I like, I don't know. I, I, to be honest though, I, I am starting to kind of see that, that pendulum swing back just, you know, generally where people are like, all right, this is getting a little fucking crazy. Like, you know, we've, I think, you know, women, we've probably been bamboozled a little bit by this whole, you know, empowered woman becoming men thing. Maybe, maybe it wasn't so bad before, you know, maybe the last 10,000 years, they weren't completely wrong, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely see, man. It's, it's, you know, I, I think of it, you know, even to your point, like the whole dating game now, right? Like for me, you know, all I did was walk into a bar, hit Holly over the head and dragged her out of the bar by her hair and boom, that was my woman, right? But it's hard to do that online. Like I don't know how I would hit a woman over the head or even know if you're talking to a woman, right? I mean, you don't know what you're talking to, right? So it's like, it's, it's one of those things where, I mean, look, Times always change. The world is always changing, and and that that is inevitable. It's going to happen. But I think that what we've allowed, right? It's like it's like children, right? It's like when you when you a child, you know, think about it. One of your kids says, "Hey, Dad, can I have a cookie?" You're like, "No." Two minutes later, you hear him asking your wife, "Mom, can I have a cookie?" And she's like, "Okay." And you you know you come in, and maybe this is just me, but I'm pretty sure everybody goes through it. You walk, you're like, "What the fuck?" Yep. He just asked me, I just told him no. And she's like, oh, well, it's not a really a big deal. I'm like, no, it's not a big deal, but don't ask me something and then go ask somebody else. Right? Yeah. Don't, don't do that shit. Right? So, yeah. but then what it becomes, and this is society now, what it becomes is, all right, fine. You know what? Your mother said you can have that one cookie. Fine. Whatever. You know, I'm not going to get in a fight over it. It's not the end of the world. Eat the fucking cookie. Death by a thousand cuts though. Right? Can, it's, it's, but, but then it's, can I have two cookies? Yeah. And it's like, you motherfucker. Now you get none. Give me that fucking cookie. Fucking throw it in the trash or eat it myself. Right? From a, yep, that's delicious. Right? Because it's, but that's a child. You expect, ch- children are supposed to ask and try to push the envelope. And it's up to the grown up in the room to say, no. Hey, this is what I said. This is what it is. But when you don't do that, you get people our age that think they can, you know, a girl tells him, no, I, no, thank you. Like, I don't want to go out with you. And the next thing you know, he's like, oh, come on, get over here. Like, hey, don't touch me. Hey, come on, stop, stop. Right? It's like it's, it's people don't learn boundaries when they're allowed to just do whatever the fuck they want. Like, hey, hey, dad, I'm five years old. I want to chop my dick off. Yeah, 
uh, okay, honey, I think that's a great idea. Let's go do I totally support that. No, fuck that, dude. That's like, that is a mental illness, not in the child. It's a mental illness in the grown-up. Because all children go through weird-ass phases where they want to be a fucking, I want to be a fucking rhino, or I want to be a fucking, you know, a superhero. But that four-year-old that runs around the house, you know, in his fucking Superman underwear, if he becomes a 50-year-old that is running around the neighborhood in his fucking Superman underwear... That's fucking mental illness, dude. Well, that's what that, I mean. You hit on it, right? And and I think ultimately it, it it's it, it's really simple, in my opinion. It's about accountability and uh, setting standards and um, having rites of passage and things that are part of life generally, or have been for the last you know however many thousands of years that aren't happening all of a sudden now that the powers that be thought, let's do this experiment. And now we're starting to really see the, 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 the recourse, right? Because like to, to your point, I mean, if my son didn't try to push the envelope, I would, I would be nervous. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? This is not like, this is my kid. I mean, I know what I did and that's what I always tell him. I'm like, dude, we're having a talk between you and me. This is, you know, no, no judgment. We're just, just hanging out and talking. I want to tell you that everything that you think and do, daddy did the same shit. And I thought the same things and I tried the same things. I got in trouble. I was a bad little kid, but whatever. But, when they, when they, I even tell them like if it, 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 in your your scenario with the cookie, I'll I'll even after that exact thing happens, I'll be like, dude, use your head. Don't come and ask me for something that you should go ask your mom first, because you know what answer you're gonna get. Yep, be smart. That's like. You know, it's like if the kid, if my son wants to go jump off a, a bridge into the, the, the lake, he doesn't go ask his mom to do that. He's going to ask me to do that, right? If he wants some whatever, whatever that he knows I'm going to be like, nah, hell no. Don't, don't come to me with that. Go to your mom. Come on, dude. Like, yep. you know, it's like, but if you don't have those discussions and, and those situations arise and there's no, uh, accountability or no um, n- no ramifications from whatever their actions are, then they turn into that 45, 50 year old guy that, you know, doesn't understand, you know, the, the purpose of social interaction and, you know, proper distance or how to shake a hand or to, you know, as, as I, I told you the other day when my son came home and told me about the the older kid that was two years older than him in the bathroom at the urinal with his pants all the way down to his ankles. You know, it's like, it's I, like, I, it was funny and, and we laugh and joke about it. But I also told him, I was like, it, you know, you also need to understand he probably didn't have a dad that right. taught him how to do that. So that, you know, you kind of got to understand that too. And, and that's not his fault. But that's the thing too, right? Is like, you know, I think that's, a, that's another part of the equation, right? Is when, you have a, a group of people, and it, it, let's just call it society, right? Society knows, especially grown-ups, you know the difference between right and wrong. You do. So, not man and woman. 
that's kind of fuzzy. Right, but when yeah, exactly, but when you when you know you know that something is wrong, why are people so afraid? Dude, grown ass men so afraid, like so fucking wrong. Not like something that's like ah. Uh, you know, he fucking puts his left shoe on first, then his right shoe. Okay, that's cool. Like, whatever. I put my right on first. I put my left, what, what, that doesn't matter. But why is it that... Everybody knows you put your right, foot on, your right shoe on first. You're right, but, right? Like, but why is it that there's so many men in our country, right, that they see something that is wrong, like the transgender thing and pushing that shit on kids? You know it's wrong. Everyone knows it's wrong. The entire trans community has come out and said it's fucking wrong. But yet, it's always somebody that knows nothing about. It's like the it's the person that knows the least about something that is the loudest motherfucker talking about it. What? Why is that? Like, why are people so afraid of what of what others will think of them? Right? Like, I don't understand that shit. I, I think it has to do with the you know the social media, the glorification of you know the you know, the, the video or the Instagram post or whatever, you know, the thing is. Um, and the fact that we are in a society, like that, uh, that old quote, and I, and I firmly believe this, right? The, I can't remember where it originated, but the uh, hard men make good times, good, good men, uh, good times make weak men, weak men make hard times, yep. right? And and the world is a cycle of that, right? Like the fall of Rome and all great society, you know, societies come to an end. We, the reality is we are in a weak men making hard times round of the, of the circle. 100%, dude. I mean, it's, but, but again, it's like, it's, it's, it also falls in. I mean, we just talked about this on the call the other day, right? Where it's like, there's, there's too many people that are so-called leaders that are in these positions of power that surround themselves with just fucking yes men, right? Like, like, look, if, if I'm doing something that is like detrimental to the fucking betterment of my children, my wife better damn well tell me, right? Even if I get pissed, even if it fucking throws me, like I go nuts about it. She better fucking tell me like, Hey, don't, don't do that shit. That's not cool. Or whatever it is. Right. Because you, you, you have to have checks and balances. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care. You know, if you're the president of the United States, although that's a, we're going to put a fucking asterisk next to that one because I don't think he, I truly, man, like, I feel so bad for him because if we're going to talk about a victim, that motherfucker is a victim. That is fucking straight up elderly abuse. And, oh, yeah. and the fact that he has been making gaffes for his entire political career, which is like two centuries, it's, it's, it's just out of, it's out of control, man. I mean, honestly, like you, you sit there, you watch Biden. Just walking around, and you can't, like, as a, as a father, as a man, as a grandson, I can't help but look at it and be like, man, that poor guy, dude. Like, where where are the people that love this man? Where are the people that care about this man? And be like, hey, hey, Grandpa, it's, it's time. It's time to hang him up, man. Because in what profession in the world, what profession do you all of a sudden become CEO of a company at fucking 78 years old? Dude, if you didn't become CEO at fucking 55 or maybe even like 60, you're never going to become CEO of that company. But in this country, that's like the, oh, hell yeah, he's 
He's the best guy. He's perfect. He's the guy to run the largest business in the entire fucking world. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you, you made the CEO analogy, which, which is good, but, I mean, it's even, I mean, that's quite literally the most stressful, high-pressure job in the entire world, right? And it, it, it's, you're absolutely right. It, it, is, it is elder abuse uh, to a T, but I think, and, you know, not to go down any rabbit holes, but, you know, I, I think it was, he, he was a, it was a, it, he's a system guy, right? Like he, he, it, it was, that was the logical, easiest path of least resistance for, for the, you know, for, yep. for that side, right? And they knew that they could control, they thought they could control, you know, the gaps and everything. So that's what they did, right? But, but the, I think, and, and you know, and I, I think I've talked to you about this. I, I've got, you know, potentially I'd like to maybe run for office at some, some point. Uh, I guess a long time ago, I, I definitely did. More recently, I, I definitely question it because simply because I, I wouldn't want to put my family through whatever, you know, that I can I can handle whatever you can call me whatever you want, but the the true vitriol that you know everybody else would have to deal with, right? But aside from that, I always tell people, you know, if I ever was in a, a elected office, I would surround myself with people that challenge my viewpoint. I I want I want dissenting opinions because. That's the only way you get better. Yep. At the end of the day, I'm, you know, I'm going to make the decision, but I want your input. And that's why, like, I love, like, I love talking to people that I disagree with because I want to understand where they're coming from. And up until, you know, the last five years, I would say, I always prided myself on, even if I vehemently disagreed with somebody, at least I could try to put myself in their position and sort of understand where they can't, where they're coming from. But today I, I truly cannot even get to a place where I can say, I disagree with you, but I, I understand where you're coming from because I don't. You don't understand it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, and, and if you, if you don't understand, then you're a fucking racist or you're sexist or you're a fucking transphobe. I mean, all this shit that like, again, dude, it's stuff that, like, think back to, we're not old dudes, right? It's not like we're like, oh, well, back in my day, back, you know, back in the fucking 1800s. Like, dude, we're talking in the early 2000s, right? Even fucking 2008, even when Obama took office, it was not this fucking bad, right? Like, I would kill to have Obama in the fucking office right now over fucking Biden, right? Because at least as much as I hated the guy... I at least can sit there and be like, hey, you know what? At least he's articulate. At least he can speak. At least, you know, he made some, maybe one or two decent decisions on a much smaller scale. But it's, it's, we've gotten into this, this, this path that is so dangerous because we now look, because we are, we look incompetent to the entire world right now. Because we are. Yeah, and I think, um, we're 
victims of our own success in a lot of ways, right? Um, and back to your point of the kind of crazy reject, you know, far ends of the spectrum, the, the problem is the loudest voice today because of social media and the news and everything, that's what gets the play, right? And so in order to even get to a place where you can make a serious impact, you have to placate that rabid, you know, group to even have a chance to go wherever you need to go, right? right. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful for my kids. I'm scared, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can, you know, that we can turn things around. I think we'll, we'll find a lot about what, you know, what the world thinks pretty soon. Like, yeah, I, weeks, I, I, know? I think, I think you're right, man. I think it's, but that's the thing is I, I feel like, like there's a lot, thankfully there's a lot more things that I'm seeing now where there are more people. I mean, obviously there's, there's guys like us that we, we, we saw straight through it. I mean, like the whole COVID thing, saw straight through it from fucking day one. Like, no fucking way. You're you're out of your goddamn mind. But luckily, there's more people that are starting to get vocal. And I think it's it's one of those things where, you know, you look at you could pick any social cause, anything, right? Black Lives Matter. What what has happened to Black Lives Matter? What has come out with Black Lives Matter? What are people seeing now? It's no different than what was going on three years ago. It's the same shit. It's theatrics, right? And it's, I I guess that's what drives me nuts is, you know, and and we've talked about this before and I've talked about it on the the podcast before, but like the world is full of really two groups of people, right? There's, there's those that help and there's those that, that make it look like they're helping for their own gain. And unfortunately it's really hard for like, let's say you and I, we go on this big fucking campaign and we talk about, you know, how, I don't know, the fucking, the rights of wives. Wives' rights matter. Wives' lives matter. And we go on this big thing. If you don't get behind that, then you're a fucking piece of shit. But what if we did that, but the truth of the matter is we had our wives fucking shackled in a fucking dungy basement. And, you know, the whole time we would like, you know, dress them up once a week to make them look real nice and then be like... You're, this is what you're going to say, or I'll fucking kill you. And they're like, oh, my husband's so good, and blah, 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 blah. All right, now get back in your fucking hole. Get down there and shut the fuck up, or I'm not going to feed you. Right? So it's because people people do have good hearts. They do. They, they, they want to believe that somebody is looking out for their best interests. Right? And I think that's, that's the African-American community right now. And really, since the late 60s, under the Democratic Party. You got a bunch of old white dudes that are, you know, parroting from the the mountaintops. We're going to save you. We're going to save you. These guys are going to hurt you. And you want to, how can you not believe that? You, you want, like, dude, hey, this guy, this guy gives a shit about me. Fuck, I'm going to believe that. But what have they done to truly help? Right? Number one. Number two, have they ever asked somebody, hey, you know, hey, Todd, hey, Daryl, hey, whoever. How can I help you? What can I do to actually help whatever problem you're facing? They make the assumption, oh, I know what they want. They want this. They want this. They want that. And it's it's sad 
because, again, most people are not equipped to see through the bullshit, the disguises. Yeah. Yeah, it... I, I, I'm I, again. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that the the African American community has started to wake up, um, but you know, unfortunately, the the reality is right that um, people like you and I can't even infer things or. Uh, ask questions at this point without the, the fear of real, real consequences. Yep. Right. And, and, you know, you've known me for a long time and, and, you know, I am pretty firm in my beliefs and, and, and I don't, you know, I, I, I'm fairly outspoken, but that's the kind of cost benefit analysis. We're like, okay, is it worth me? saying something right now because if I do I'm really risking my and my kids and my wife's future like in a real like very tangible way yep and again I'm you know I'm hopeful that we can pull out of this right and, and <coughs> you're right with with everything that's gone on and people are starting to wake up I'm just you know I hope it's not too late Right. Because the, you know, the, those, those that wish ill upon you and I and, and our country, they've got their claws in real fucking deep. Yep. No, they, they, they definitely do, man. I mean, but again, it's, it's, it's one of those things where there are more and more people that are getting more vocal and, and there's a lot of those people have been vocal the whole time. They just haven't in a public setting you know, kind of with a loudspeaker talked and talked since, you know, and, and it's funny because speaking of, I just started, uh, so I just finished up that last book, um, Rise and Go by, by Corey Carlson, but I just picked up, dude, have you seen this one? The, uh, it's called Erased. Dude, it's this, uh, preacher from North Carolina, black dude, uh, John, I'm going to butcher his fucking last name, but it's like a, a man or whatever. But, dude, it's the title of the book is Erased, Uncovering the Lies of Critical Race Theory and Abortion. And, I mean, I'm only in the first chapter. I just got it today. But, dude, everything, it's like freaking prophetic. Like, this guy's story, this guy's thought process is explained so well. And he's 100% right. Right? Like, his whole thing is, look, racism has always been there. There's always been... There's always been some type of discrimination for anything, right? Yankees, Red Sox, you know, boys, girls, game night. Like, we do it in this house where it's like, we'll do blue-eyed versus brown-eyed. It's not in a negative way. It's not in a, a hurtful way. We're still family, right? But you got you to gotta divvy up the teams somehow, right? There's got to be a way, and we'll mix it up. But what he talks about is, you know, basically racism of today is not racism of the past, Right? It's true racism. Like, you think the KKK, you think, like, fucking neo-Nazis. Like, yeah, that shit was fucked up, dude. But racism now is on the other side. Right? It's, it's the other side of the argument where they're trying to push all this bullshit. And, like, the first thing he talks about, even in the fucking, the, the intro, he talks about abortion. 
and how abortion is the number one killer of African Americans. What what gets more racist than that? Right? Like so it's it's one of those things where the look, the, the fucking coyote, the fox, the wolf, they're sneaky, man. They're gonna fucking do whatever they got to do. If they have to sit there and watch a pack of fucking, you know, sheep or lambs or goats for a week, they will. They'll fucking watch them, watch them, watch them. And then as soon as you think we're not there, you go off. You know, you leave the fucking herd. You go off to take a piss, shit, eat something. Bam, they pounce on you. They fucking eat you. And then they, they leave. And that's that's what the Democratic Party has become in this country. Is they, they wait. They try to divide. Because if we divide everybody, if you hate me and I hate you and our kids hate each other and our neighbors don't like us and our teachers don't like us and our employees don't like us, who the fuck are you going to turn to for help? Yep. You can only turn to one place, man. It's the government. Right? And, and I'll be honest. Even when, when Nate and I first started this podcast, I mean, what was it? twenty February 2020, right? So two and a half years, almost three years ago. we You can even see it in the first couple episodes. We were like tiptoeing around the issues. Cause, because we didn't want to be fucking canceled. We didn't want people being like, oh, those guys are pieces of shit. They're... They're woman haters, they're racist, they're this. And once we got to a point where we're like, you know what, like, stop focusing on what others are going to think. And just fucking say it. I mean, obviously, yeah, there's a lot of things I've said that I know probably offend people. I don't give a fuck. Don't listen. Right? But at the same time, I'm no threat to you. Right? You're no threat to anybody if you feel a certain way. It's not like you're going house to house, fucking guns drawn, like, all right, motherfucker, this is who you're voting for. This is what you're going to do. This is what the family nucleus needs to be. But I think it's it's funny because, I don't know about you, man, you're a little bit younger than me, but when I was growing up, the big push was celebrating diversity. It was celebrating what made you, you, and me, me. But now, that's not the case, right? So it's, it's crazy in such a highly evolved world and such a, you know, a, a high... We're like this, like, high in society now. We don't celebrate that anymore. We have to conform. It goes against everything that I've ever learned about what civil rights are. Right? Civil rights are, hey, dude, you have the right to be you in every single circumstance. Unless you're a fucking pedophile. Right? Then we draw the line there. But anywhere else, dude, you want to you be gay? Awesome, dude. You don't want to marry a fucking tree. You want to make the dicks kiss. I don't care. Do do whatever fuck you want to do, man. Maybe you like fucking brunettes. Maybe you like blondes. Maybe you like tall guys, short guys, fat guys, skinny guys. That's cool, man. Up to you. But I didn't turn to anybody and be like, hey, is it okay if I marry this woman? Is, is that okay with you guys? Do I have permission from the government? Do I have permission from my neighbors? No, dude. It's my fucking choice. Well, you know, again, we're... Uh, we're in a situation where we're the victims of our of our own success, right? I and I don't know who to credit this to either, but the principle of like this transgender stuff, this like you know racial animus is today is only a problem in first world countries, right? Because in other Society, in, you know, in other other areas of the world, they're worried about like not getting killed or being able to, you know, 
put food inside their mud hut, right? You don't have time to say, well, my, you know, you hurt my feelings, right? And when shit goes down, right, there's, there were no feminists on the Titanic, right? right? Like, uh, if, if somebody comes and breaks in my house, my wife and I, we're not equals, right? right? Like, that's just the biological reality. Right. And we've gotten to a place in society where it's an offensive thing to do or say to even make objective, valid observations, not even like opinions, just like, you know, that tree is a tree. Well, maybe not. Maybe that's just a tree to you. Maybe some dude thinks that it's a tomato. Yep. No, that's like, what planet are we on, right? Like, so I, it, it's it's almost like it, you got to kind of laugh at it because if you don't, you're gonna be crying in the corner. Yeah. Because I mean, it's so pervasive everywhere, right? And it's under the guise of like inclusivity until there are the all black dormitories, or until there are the you know, uh, you got to let uh, a dude change in front of your daughter, right? Like, and like, well, there's there, the, the the boundaries, the lines of logic and reality have been allowed to be blurred to the point of absurdity, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, the, and again, I mean. I, I, I really do. I, I think it's, it's it's a very, very simple solution. It's, you know, give these, you know, these roaming bands of, uh, of, of boys of, of single mothers, give them a purpose, give them a something to accomplish, give them a father figure to look up to, to try to counteract all the, you know, the, 80 years of, 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 uh, indoctrination and allow people to do what they naturally do right. and want to do. There was, there was never even, there was never even a, I mean, like the re like one of the main reasons I was so attracted to my wife was, you know, on our first date, she, you know, we, we talked about what we wanted to be and do, and she wanted to be a wife and mother like that. And and that's vilified today. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But that's a natural thing, right? And, you know, if there is a table to move, I will move it because that's just natural for me. She, she can't do it necessarily, right? If, you know... I'm not as good of a cook. I'm not as good with the kids. Like that's her natural position, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're not you're not going to sue her because she's better than you. Well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> right? Like, but that, but that's exactly it, right? You're, you're you're hitting on all the all the points and all the the issues. It's like just because somebody is better at something, that does not mean you fucking pull them down and penalize them. 
right? It's like it's imagine if, if football teams were that way. You know, well, it's, it's, it's crazy. I say that because I think I think they've overplayed their hand because they're pushing. Like uh, I just saw something about how the NFL or NHL has like come out with this diversity, equity, inclusion, saying they're way too white, right? Professional sports. I mean, you know my my background. Professional sports is the ultimate meritocracy. I don't give a shit if you're black or brown or green. If you can make that tackle, if you can throw that that sixty yard frozen rope, guess what, homie? Yep, you got a I spot, can, man. Yeah, right. And 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 even more so, if a girl could do that, okay, that's fine. Uh, professional sports, zero professional, like men's professional sports are men's professional sports. They're not. Yep. They're just professional, professional sports. sports. Yeah. If, if, if you really wanted to like be real, okay, get rid of the WNBA. Ladies, come try yeah. out. For let's, the, let's combine the, it. Yeah. Let's combine yeah. it all. You know, and, and, and I think they're overplaying their hand because they're, they're pushing on that. And I think people are going to be like, seriously, like, Wait, you're telling me that we don't have enough Asians on the football team? Well, guess what? You know, the average height of an Asian is 5'7". And, you know, like, that's just a biological reality, right? There's a reason there are weight classes in boxing. Yeah, and true. mixed martial arts, right? Are we going to say now that your weight doesn't matter because you're as big as you think you are? Yeah, you have a 300-pounder right? 300 fighting a 110-pounder. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's the next logical step in this ridiculous thing that we're in, right? Is like, and and it's funny to like to see this the 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 brains explode if you use logic in in some of these discussions where they they think I well the 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 chick that was uh, pretending to be black. You know, oh yeah, yeah. Well, the reality is that's more of a of a of a spectrum for sure than biology, like than than female and male is. That's way more logical. It's not real logical, but it's way more logical than the transgender thing. Yeah, it's it's less illogical, right? Like, right. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, it's it's uh, I don't know, it is crazy, man. I mean, honestly, and, and and I think you you know earlier you mentioned like you got you got to laugh at it, like you have to laugh at it because if you don't, you're just gonna fucking drop dead of a heart attack instantly, right? I mean, and sure. it's, I'm probably gonna do that anyway, but but you know I don't want it to be because I'm so stressed out about you know the the transgender across the street or something, right? But, yeah, right. Yeah, you can't you can't get stressed I got out. Real shit to worry about. I got real shit to worry about, right? Yeah, well, it's but but here's here's the other thing is like they they shut down the circus, right? Yeah. Like because it's it's you know it's cruel, it's mean, this and that. This is the, this is my my big thing with that, right? You're being inhumane to animals. Animals aren't fucking humans, right? How can you be inhumane to something that's not a human? Right, but but yet that blows my mind. Yeah, no, I don't want you to be cruel to the animal, whatever, like. I, I got it. I don't want you beating elephants all day. I got it, right? But but the elephant is a, a dumb animal. I right. mean, actually, they're pretty smart, but, you know, obviously, comparatively speaking, right? They, they, they're living a lot. Those, those elephants in the circus were living a hell of a lot better than the ones getting hunted by fucking 
you know, poachers in Africa. Yep. You know, but but that doesn't matter because it's not about objective reality. It's about how you feel and how you know how it's observed and you know the perception of everything. Right? But I, so, but I also think I think by shutting down the circus, I think there was a there's a bigger play at hand, right? Shut down the circus, and now we create our own fucking circus. Right, because right now the whole fucking world is a goddamn circus, man. I mean, it it truly is. Like it's 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 gotten out of control, right? It's like every everything that that was bad throughout history and wrong and immoral and unethical throughout history is now acceptable, right? And, and I think that's the that's the problem, right? It's it's a it's a lack of God, right? It's a lack of being and you know you talk about inhumane what the fuck is more inhumane than abortion and fucking mutilation of a child like there's nothing more inhumane or human trafficking nothing more inhumane right so all these people that are anti-slavery anti-racism anti-this anti-that all right let's don't get distracted let's focus on what is going on right because again dude that shit is real. It's fucking there. It's and you see it all over the place. And everybody that that is in a position of power, they just kind of turn their head. Right? There's there's nothing on me. I mean, think of Epstein. Think that whole fucking debacle. How how is that not a big like even a fucking small little blip on the media? Not even a fucking blip, dude. They don't even mention. Oh yeah, nothing to see here. It's like because all their fucking bosses are the ones that are ordering those motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, what was it? Uh, Joe Rogan, I saw the other day, was on with somebody, and he was, like, just asking this guy these questions ab- about that. And, and he said, like, the, the Ghislaine Maxwell is the first person in, like, our history to be convicted of trafficking to no one. How fucking how fucked up is that? Like, think about that. Like, <laughs> like okay. Like... And it's, you know, it's, it's weird because you don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but like, at what point does the, the pendulum swing from, man, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's like, well, when all these conspiracies turn out to be true, that's not being a conspiracy theorist. That's just being a, a, a person that has an IQ of above 80 right. and can see what is happening, you know, like... It, it it's I mean it's truly staggering it, and I again and I joke with my wife because she'll be running around the house trying to get it cleaned up and she'll be like super stressed out or upset about like tomorrow we've got her uncle is coming in for dinner for with the with the family from uh up uh up in New Hampshire and I. Try to control myself. Like I try to not like laugh out loud or whatever. But she'll look at me and she'll be like, uh, "What are you doing? Hustle!" And I'm like, "This is not a real problem. Yep. This isn't a real thing. Like this is not a, a, a an, an actual issue that is going to have any impact on anybody's life." And I'm on one hand, I'm thankful that my wife has been blessed and had a great life and not had to struggle as much. But on the other hand, it's like, 
again, that, that struggle is important because you can put things into perspective and you can really realize, oh man, you know, yeah, I got a flat tire and I missed a meeting, but at least I'm not, you know, fighting in the mountains, uh, trying to make sure that my wife doesn't get raped and my kids don't get murdered. Yeah, dude. Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all, it's all perspective. And we, again, we've been so blessed that it's, everybody is so just their heads down and, and their life is not bad on, on really any level. Yeah. There's stresses, but yeah, I mean the, you know, inflation and, economy and all, all that stuff yeah it sucks but do you have a bed to sleep in right uh, are you is your door gonna get kicked in and are your kids gonna get murdered like no so it's not that bad yeah if you've never experienced anything right and that's and that's where the kind of slow play of the left i think has has really uh caught everybody else sleeping um because it's been so insidious that now it's getting to the point where like i saw something i read an article where there there are actual like real leaders in uh naval special war uh command that are talking about seal training being too hard because a guy died it's like no 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 that's the fucking point right like it's supposed to be hard. Yep. You, you, like, guess what? People die. Like, shit happens. It sucks. And you don't celebrate it, but you don't get rid of it because something bad happens once. You know, like, if, you know, you can't, and, and this is a big, you know, like, the, the and, and you know, you know, knowing my, my background with, like, the CTE thing, right? You got all these NFL players that are whining and complaining and asking for millions of dollars. I, you know, I I can almost guarantee that I shaved a lot of years off the end of my life by the stuff I put myself through, right? But I wouldn't change that, right? Because men were built to fuck and fight. Yep. And provide. That's that's what we do. You're removing that from men, right? And when you do that, there are real, real consequences. And we're starting to see them, but we're just starting to see them. We're just right? starting. You're exactly right. Because, again, you know, the the people that are trying, they're hell-bent on that, on demasculating men, those are the same people that when we do get invaded by China and – they're literally coming up with no fucking weapons, just bare hands. And those are the people who are like, oh my God, all right, no, we need you guys. You need to go fight. It's like, well, I, but I've never thrown a punch. I don't, what do you mean? Like, you I need to do we it. Equals. Yep. I, wh- why do I got to go? You should go. Yep. Right? Dude, yeah. it's. I mean, I mean, and, and again, the CTE thing, yeah, it's real. It sucks. You, you know, I, I'm glad that they're improving the, the technology and, and the rules and stuff. But, like, the definition of a concussion now is, like, if you see a flash, well, shit, if yeah. that's the case, I've had thousands of that's Dude, it's, so, it's, it's, it's right. funny, but it's not funny. I tell Holly all the time, like, because I, I forget shit all the time. And I'm like, 
Like, I'm like, oh, it must have been, you know, concussion number 15. She's like, shut yeah. up, stop. I'm like, I'm like, how? I have had at least 20 concussions. At least. The, no question, no doubt, where I'll wake if, up the next day and I'm like, what the fuck? What especially happened? If it's, especially if it's the definition that's been... Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. But now it is thousands, yeah. Like, you know? Like, like, seriously, like, you know, I, I was reading, reading an article uh, that was discussing, you know, youth sports and, and, and stuff about the concussions and the protocols and stuff like that. And and they literally were like, yeah, if, you know, if they suffer a, a, a hard hit and, you know, and, and you see them shake their head or, you know, or if they uh, had a little uh, a slight flash or, or even if they get a stinger, that could be a sign of a concussion. And it's like, well, shit, if that's the case, I got at least a concussion a day for the majority of your life, like, you know, 18. (laughs) Right. And then from there, probably more than one a day from 18 to 30 when I, you know, when I was fighting, like, and, and, and guess what? I knew what I was doing. Right. Like, and, and, and that's the, for me, that's the real, like them trying to legislate, your decisions like dude you're a grown-ass man if you want to go and you want to you know and i've seen it i've i mean i I, i've seen lots of punchy guys right walking on their heels they you know they've they've they they should not be fighting right but who am i to tell that guy he can't go fight to put food on the, the the table for his kids right like guess what man you I can't, I can't tell them anything else or I'll risk being, you know, canceled. Yep. But you want me to tell him he can't provide for his family. You know what I mean? Like, and so I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that, that the, again, the pendulum will swing back. It, it usually does. But again, like uh, one of the, the real problems of that we're seeing every day on the news with all these, you know, 12 year olds stealing cars and shit. It's because there are no consequences. There's no accountability. There's no, you know, sports or, you know, camaraderie or drive. And if again, is is boxing or football or whatever? Is it uh, the healthiest thing? Probably not. But let's think. Okay, so would you rather have? You know, I asked my dad this. I said, Dad. Because uh, I was down in Miami with my parents, I took my son down there. We watched the the Dolphins Bills game, and, uh, and then like the next Thursday, to a Tag Tag Tagliavola, I can never say his name. Um, he he got he oh, got, yeah, yeah. He, got, he got banged up right, and then they had him out playing again right, and there was a huge uproar about if that they let him play. It's like, dude, like. Who are you to tell that guy he can't play? Right. Like, who? Where? Where? Where is your authority? Right. Like, oh, I got it. You know, if he decides he doesn't want to play, if he takes the advice of the doctor, I mean, there. I mean, I I went into fights with broken hands. I went into. I never went to a fight healthy. Right. But it was my decision. I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was signing but, up for. But that's the problem, right? Is is it's all these people that are getting involved in things that they have no idea about, right? Because even with with Tua, I'm not even going to try to say his last name, right? But like with Tua, 
he he himself even said just this past week that the initial injury was a shoulder injury. Had nothing to do with the head. But he got hit so fucking hard that next game that yeah. like it's they're 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 mutually exclusive things. The one had nothing to do with the other, but again, all these fucking Monday morning quarterbacks, these experts that probably never fucking took a snap in their life are the ones that are going to sit there and try to judge and shame. And that's that's exactly it. That's the problem, right? It's 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 like it's like if if you or I were going to give parenting advice to somebody but we have no fucking kids. Yeah. It's like what the fuck do you know or or the guy like let's say, the you know, relationship the relationship advisors that aren't in a relationship. Right, dude. Right? Like, like or, or or let's say, I don't know, let's say I, I'm having, you know, Holly and I are having issues and I turn to to Bobby and I'm like, Bobby, man, can you, dude, help me out, man? Like, what, what can I do to fix my marriage? And, and you know, little do I know that Bobby's been married and divorced five times. Right. That's the guy that I want to go to for advice? Like, fuck you. But that's that's the problem is the world is full of that shit. And I think on the, on the cancel side of the equation, the one good thing is eventually half the country is going to be canceled, which is going to be half of the fucking economy. Or actually... That that half of the cancellations will be like ninety percent of the economy. Yes. So, it, to your point, dude, it all comes back around. It all works out, and I think that there there are there are better days ahead. We just need more people to fucking lock arms and not be afraid. Don't be a yep. fucking don't be afraid, man. And and when it comes like this is what got me going with the whole COVID shit. If if you as a parent. You know, maybe you're passive. Maybe you just kind of keep to yourself. Maybe you do your thing. Hey, not my problem. Okay, cool. But when when people start fucking with your children, if you're not fucking man enough, or or even moms, if you're not woman enough to stand up for your children, fuck you. Like I, I, that that those are the people that piss me off the most. The ones who are like, dude, I listen to your podcast. I totally I totally agree with everything you're saying. But man, I could never say that. I'm yeah. like, you know what, man. You're a fucking pussy. Like, seriously, dude. Like, I'm not saying go fucking, you know, protest across the world. I don't do that shit. I don't, I didn't go down on January 6th. I don't fucking participate in that bullshit because that, that is stupid. That stuff is stupid because you know what's going to happen. The narrative is going to be spun. You got to be smarter about it. Be smarter about it and say, hey, this is what I'm saying. Back it up with facts. You know, try not to get too emotional, right? I've had a couple of emotional, but try not to get too emotional. Keep it to the facts because the worst they can do is fucking name call. That's it. Okay. That's all they can do. I I always, I've I've said this for years. I say, you know, annoy liberals, use facts and logic, right? Because that's, I mean, that's their kryptonite, right? And, And it's worked for them for so long, right? And it's been so embedded in society that... That's their that's their go to, and I'm again cautiously optimistic that 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 uh, that that line of uh, approach is coming to an end. Um, but I, I'm also not confident that we're not too late either, right? Like I, I'm 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 I, I do have genuine concern that. We are past the point of no return. We are Rome mm. in, in in our downfall. Like I am concerned that that's a possibility. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I, I read an article uh, uh, the other day where um, they just did uh, uh, assessment that 
basically said the reality of uh, America's military today, uh, we would get fucking mopped. The floor would we get the mop the, the floor would get mopped by any of our near peer uh, adversaries. I believe right? it. And that's our own fault because it's all it's all self inflicted, right? I mean, you see, like China has, you know, for all the faults of the Chinese government, they have like an active remasculation, remasculinization of their their boys and men, right? Where they like they censor shit. Obviously, I, I'm I'm very anti censorship, but they censor shit that is is not, you know, any dude dressed up like a girl or feminine male. Like they get rid of it because that's going to produce the guys that are going to come in and kick your door down. And that's the guy that you have to fight off. Right. And, and I mean, some of the conversations that I've had in the last five years, I, I'll preface it with like, if I'll be sitting with a buddy at, uh, at the, the bonfire or something, and we'll be having a conversation. It'll, it'll go into like, you know, concern of, societal collapse or civil war or, you know, uh, armed conflict. And I'm like, man, if, if I brought that up 10, 15 years ago, you would have looked at me like I had three fucking heads because that would be crazy. Right. But it's a very real concern of average everyday people today. Right. And like, it's, staggering and and the only you know the only hope that i have is you know i'm gonna raise my kids and i know you're raising your kids to know you know my son holds the door for my daughters my you know my daughters help my my wife cook dinner and and that's a natural thing and i didn't ever tell her to you know you better go help your mom clean the kitchen up or whatever like they just like doing that stuff right and I don't know. It's 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 a crazy crazy world. It's crazy, man. I mean, hey, that's a good. We 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 ended the way we started it. <laughs> that the world is crazy. <laughs> yeah. We, well, so uh, we definitely didn't solve the uh, the world's problems on this. Uh, hey, but but one one person at a time, man. I mean, that's that's the name of the game, and I think, uh, dude, this is a hell of a discussion, man. I'm I'm glad to, to get you on here. I think uh, I think we'll have to get you on here. Sooner, right? Like maybe again in a couple of days, we'll we'll try to uh, get you on here again, and you know, I'd be, it might be cool to have like you, me, and Nate, and you know, one or two other people on there too. Yeah, all yeah, all thinking the same shit. But dude, again, man, I appreciate it, and uh, you know, until next time, keep fighting the fight, and we'll uh, we'll keep doing this thing, man. Thanks, brother. All right, bro. I'll catch up with you in a little bit, man. Later. Later. Someday I will die Darling, please you